on the next episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes. Today we're going to be discussing Hooray Hooray, the 2021 Diageo special releases. Been trying to get these for a show for the longest time, so very, very excited. Everybody gets excited when the special releases come out. Each year, the folks at Diageo search through their relatively vast catalog of aging stocks to create a unique collection of whiskeys for their special releases collection. Uh, for the 2021 special releases collection, their master blender, Dr. Crowd Wilson, searched for single malt whiskeys that express an individual character inspired by the mythical sea creatures that inhabit the lands around each distillery. It's mythical creatures. There's some. Yeah, some are sea, some are not. Yeah. From the hidden depths of the seas to the highest peaks, each corner of the Scottish terrain has been captured in the whiskeys in this year's collection. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoke and host, the good old boys. It's sipping time. Hey, yes, it's sipping time again, and welcome to this sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2, 11, and 45 seconds a.m. That's not true. There's streaming services now. That's true. I actually rented that, or actually bought that uh, the new James Bond movie last night. Right around 2 a.m. I actually got to see it on when I was going out to, to Napa. They had it on the plane. I finally got to see it. So, oh, so I know. I just, God, no more Daniel Craig. That's going to stink. <laughs> <sighs> we'll get through it. Second best Bond. If he was, if he'd have been the first one, he'd be the best. Yes, exactly. But you just can't. I'm sorry. You can't go over Sir Connery. It's just, yeah, right. No. All right. Well, this is Made Man Bob. Joining me today are Made Man Brent. Um, excuse me. I got a peanuts in my mouth and no pants uh, what show are we doing today could you enunciate enunciate the word probably. yeah stop it yeah i'm sure you have that in your pants but what about the peanuts yeah peanuts in thank my you mouth. Okay, he I'm never sorry. has pants on yeah. and, and they're boiled thanks brent yeah. so they boiled. smell great boiled. and good old boy alan a pleasure to be back looking forward to tasting some great whiskeys with you oh let me go get them then okay and good old boy jason Good morning, Bob. Always good to be here in the basement. And, well, I guess harm. Oh, I thought we already talked about me. I was just talking about thinking about the movie. You're a complete bastard and we all hate you. I just, yeah. Enough said. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I miss Vivian. I hate all of you, too. wonder where he went. I don't know. I love the young ones. God. You know, what I, I discovered the other night was also, um, what's it called? Ah, uh, oh, forget it. BBC's got me off my phone. <laughs> Well, our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, pretty much anything you drink. And today we're going to be discussing Hooray Hooray, the 2021 Diageo special releases. Been trying to 
get these for a show for the longest time. So very, very excited. Everybody gets excited when the special releases come out. So I've literally been asking for them for my store for the last yeah. six and a half months. And they came in like the week before Christmas. Yep. Insane. So here are the whiskeys we're going to be tasting in this year's release. We have a Talisker 8-year-old special release. We have the Oban 12-year-old. The Mortlock 13. A Lagavulin 12. A Cardu 14. A Royal Lochnagar 16. The Singleton of Glendullen 19. And be still my beating heart, a Lagavulin 26-year-old special release. I'm so. just going to leave now. <laughs> yes just hand me hand me that last one where uh, were the sound effects where's the standing ovation these whiskeys are stunning we're, yeah just just yeah. just go ahead and just you know hand all that stuff down to me I, yeah. I you know it's brent doesn't deserve to be here today well let's see what what does rick say about it Red flair's excited so all right so we're gonna have justin tell us all about our sips ratings one sip give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth Sounds like a drunken sip. Trying to figure that accent out. Two sips. Nice, but what else do you have? No. He's gotten better. I'm giving this to him. No, I don't think so. I think he's improved. It's like a cross between Irish and and Indian. I'm not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Three sips. I dare you. Hmm. Interesting. What was this again? Interesting. Four sips. Interesting. <laughs> Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's classified. Five sips. Oh my. I was unaware anything could be this good. That one sounded like Paul Lynn oh doing a really bad yeah. accent. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And if he'd yeah. done the head bob yeah. side to side, it would have been cross between Indian Irish. Yeah, right? yeah, that was that was <laughs> that was weak. All right, well, thanks, I guess. Uh, <laughs> thanks so, for ending. <laughs> yeah. So each year, the folks at Diageo search through their relatively vast catalog of aging stocks to create a unique collection of whiskeys for their special releases collection. Uh, for the 2021 special releases collection, their master blender, Dr. Crowd Wilson, searched for single malt whiskeys that express an individual character inspired by the mythical sea creatures that inhabit the lands around each distillery it's mythical creatures there's some yeah some are sea some are not yeah from the hidden depths of the seas to the highest peaks each corner of the scottish terrain has been captured in the whiskeys in this year's collection and if you're looking enough to get one they have a qr code on it and if you scan it it will play like a 3d video on your phone of that particular release it's kind of cool so it's yeah well, this the, whole the marketing company went out of their way oh yeah yeah this whole thing is it's like a library it looks like a library yeah. when you get it it's really nice the sample yeah, set that's right. the press kit so the, right. yeah the stuff in it's the retail is, their marketing is, yeah. department is absolutely second to none they always put on a See, beautiful when they when yeah. i saw all the marketing for this release i thought oh they can't be that good because it's too gimmicky but no the the whiskeys live up to the this special releases never disappoint so yeah. harm tell us about the first one. Oh, thank you bob so the first one in the release is the talisker eight-year-old special release 2021 59.7 percent abv or 119.4 proof for the mathematically challenged talisker was founded in 1830 by the brothers hugh and kenneth mccaskill they operated the distillery until 1848 when they lost control of the business to the bank 
Damn you, bank! Snidely whiplash. Yeah. Due to the remote location, it proved hard to go make a go of the business, and the distillery went through several owners until 1880, when Roderick Kemp and Alexander Allen brought the distillery and invested into an expansion. Kemp sold his share to Allen in 1892, and upon Allen's death in 1895, Allen's business associate, Thomas McKenzie, took control. McKenzie operated the distillery until his death in 1916, whereupon the distillery was taken over by a group of blenders, including the John Walker and Sons, where have I heard that? And the John Dewar, WP, uh, Lorry, and DCL. These firms all eventually merged into what today is we call Diageo. And I'm actually wearing my I'm here for the Scotch t-shirt today from the Dewar's people. And I am here for the Scotch. This is it. Me too. <laughs> Brent. <laughs> the color on this is a pale gold, a little bit darker than straw. The nose is sweet and smoky and and it's got this huge maritime note i got like a little hints of smoked salmon a little bit of like um almost like uh, uh, like uh it's like burning seaweed when you're doing a clam bake on the beach bob has it that's it burning that's seaweed in a clam bake oh. <laughs> yeah it's great and on the palate it's just got a beautiful oily texture lightly sweet let me have a taste real quick again mm. 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 switch that around your mouth there's, there's a little bit of peat, a lot of honey. Um, I'm not getting much fruit here, but there's some like stone fruit going on. And um, it's a sweet peat and black pepper. And on the finish, I'm getting ginger snaps and black pepper and stone fruit. And it's beautiful. Alan, what do you think? Uh, I think this is one of the finest Talisker's I had. And I, mm -hmm. I always love younger whiskeys. I mean, the old ones are, are, for the most part, are always great. But when you get an eight-year-old like this, and it has all the flavor and intensity and earthiness, it's just wonderful, wonderful whiskey. It's got, it's lively. It's gorgeous. That lively is a great word for it. That's uh, that's the youth. You know what's nice about this one though is that while it's got the peat and the smoke to it, it's very balanced with it. So it is not. It doesn't overpower it, and yeah, that's what, what I like. What fruit did you get? Because I'm, it's hard for me to pick that out. I'm, I'm getting like these seafood notes on the nose. I mean, I kind of got like a like a pear almost, like an almost like a mm. pear fruit on it. Mm -hmm. Is when I my yeah. initial fruit that I got yeah, like a Bartlett pear. Yeah, when it's, that's, when it's not quite ripe. That that smell that you get before it gets all sugary. Yep. Yeah, I got that's, peach cobbler on the smoker for about a half hour. I've never smoked a peach cobbler, but you do. You man, that's just weird. A I think smoker. A, I think a, oh, peach, yeah. a smoked peach cobbler would be nice. Yeah, it's good. Oh, oh, this is. I'm with that one. I've, I've had a lot of Talisker over the years, scotch. and I've always enjoyed Talisker. It's a, it's a it's a fine malt, but I think this is probably the best Talisker I've ever had. It's it's, it's definitely just, up there for one of the best I've ever had. It's just the the, the texture on it. Mm. So this, I was mm. lucky enough to get cases of this for the store, and I've literally opened, I uh, four or five bottles to share with friends. There's two of them at home. I'm just drinking through my profits here, so come please buy some. The texture on it's fantastic. It's <laughs> wants to break even this on is this. A little, yeah. Is it just me, or is this a little Helping oilier out. than your average Talisker? It is definitely oilier yeah. than your average. It's Talisker. got so much Wonder more, so much more backbone to it, and it's just the finish just goes on. Well, it's got that black pepper on. finish to yeah. it, and you it know, just that, stays. That spicy black pepper. Nobody else got ginger snaps it. on the finish. Uh, not me. I didn't. It approaches it. But it didn't quite get there. Not quite sweet enough, huh? Yeah. yeah. There's, there's no. some ginger spice. Maybe some well. ginger, but absolutely, no snap. Right. No absolutely fantastic <laughs> no release. So 
But that, we that pepper adds yeah. to the length of the finish. Oh, I yeah. mean, it just keeps yeah. on. Oh, oh keeps 30 on. seconds, 45 yeah. seconds, it's still it very, does. very present. Well, we rated the Talisker 8-year-old Diageo Special Release 2021 an extremely well-deserved five sips. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I've had a lot of older Talisker's. If, if you have an extra laying around, uh, you have the address. Please I should have just brought you one here. So let's have Brent tell us about our next whiskey. Thanks, Bob. Our next whiskey is the Oban 12-year-old special release 2021, 56.2% ABV or 112.4 proof. It's ex-bourbon and refill casks. Oban was established in 19... 19- or 1793 by John and Hugh Stevenson brothers who built a distillery at the site what today is Oban Distillery. The distillery first took place at the site the following year. The Oban Distillery remained within the Stevenson family until 1866 when it was sold to Peter Cumstey, a local businessman who operated the business until 1883. And we'll come back and give you some more information. Sounds good. Hey, and we're back, and we got Brent telling us uh, about the Oban Distillery. Thanks, Bob. We were talking to Peter Cumstey, who uh, who owned the distillery until 1883. Then he sold it to John Walter Higgin. So with the arrival of the railroad in 1888, it became easier to get their whiskey to market, and the business grew. This growth led Higgin rebuild the distillery before it sold in 1898 to Alexander Edward. Edwin, in turn, operated the distillery until 1930 when it was acquired by DCL, which became Diageo. So the color of this is this is the light, your typical light, very light colored. Uh, it's it's like straw. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like it's a light, a light straw. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very, very typical of some of these scotches. Um, you got on the nose, you get, I got uh, that sea salt, a little bit of smoke, Um and uh, since I was just tasting so many olive oils yesterday, that's what came out with me. It was, uh, I got a little bit of an olive oil nose to it as well. On the mouth, really nice texture on the mouthfeel. This was, it just coats your mouth, a uh, little bit of oil in this to it. Um, again, I got the salt and I got the vanilla. The black pepper comes through and the cloves. And, the, and it's also a little bit of fruit comes in there. Definitely the fruit, but it's got a nice long finish. I... This is one of the ones I enjoyed the most with this. What, what do you th- think? Yeah. What do you think, Justin? So what I really liked was the retro nasal wood that came after I exhaled through my nose after I tasted this. I've never had a more full retro nasal note. What did you think, Harm? I think you've stolen my word, retro nasal. I'm sorry. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wasn't. It, it wasn't the... Uh, the woodiness that really impressed me here, but was so much as that that maritime aspect, like those the, uh, the saltiness to it, salty the saltiness. And, it was, and you got olive oil, but there's a sweetness in here. It's like it's like, like okay, so he went there with a, a peach cobbler on on the smoker. It's like if you made buttercream frosting and put it on the smoker. That's what I'm getting. Oh, cool! <laughs> it's like a buttery, creamy note with the sweetness to it, and then there's a tint of smoke there. And it's just a long, spicy finish. You got clove, you said? I get clove and black pepper, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is pretty. I wish I got more of this. They they, they were really stingy with this. There, was, there weren't too many cases for Florida. Did you try it with water? I did not try it with water. It brought the wood down and, and just a little bit of the whips of the smoke up for me. Let me try it right and, now. And I think the olive oil comes out a lot more. So, uh, again, I've had 
plenty of open over the years. I think this is definitely one of the best opens I've ever had. Um, it was delicious. That maritime note. The other one was more like, like we said, burning seaweed. This is more like standing on a rocky coast by the ocean and just smelling that salt air. Um, definitely the salt is prominent and yeah. exactly what you said with the water. I brought more, got more olive oil out yeah. of it. Yeah, delicious. What do you think, Alan? Uh, I got a lot of cedar wood mm. in there, okay? And the cedar and the clove and the black pepper were the most prominent flavors that I picked out. But the, uh, I, and I use a lot of water. I, I like to taste my whiskey at about 60, uh, 60 proof. proof, yeah. Um, so I could, you know, not be overpowered by the high alcohol. But I got to tell you, just a lovely whiskey. Uh, certainly as good, if not better, than any Oban that I've ever tasted. And uh, just a great uh, drinking whiskey. You guys are Philistines. I still like the distiller's editions from back in the day. Because uh, I like sherried Oban. And uh, Alan and I disagree well, here. Alan prefers ex-bourbon. I prefer whole different, Yeah, a whole different animal, though. Completely yeah. different animal. This, yeah. there's, there is no sherry. In the, this is not sherry. And I still love it, but I still like the sherried Obans. I, oh. You know, I could see the sherry giving, if it's if it's not overly powerful sherry, I would say that, you know, it could have a whole new dimension to it. Well, we're going to give the uh, Oban 12-year-old special release 2021 oh five steps. Yeah. Right. No argument there, my friend. So Thanks. we're going to have Justin tell us about the next of our special releases. Our next release is Mortlock, 13-year-old special releases, 2021. It's 55.90 alcohol percentage by volume or 111.8 proof. It was aged in refill and virgin American oak. Mortlock was founded in 1823 by James Finlatter, Donald McIntosh, and Alex Gordon was the first licensed distillery in Dufton. It was briefly owned by the Grant brothers from Glenn Grant, who closed the distillery before ending up under the ownership of George Coey and his son Alexander in the 1850s. The Coey family restarted whiskey production at Mortlock and operated the distillery until 1923, when it was sold to John Walker and Sons, which eventually involved into... Diageo. On this one, on the nose, I got uh, really nice oily notes, um, meaty notes, pollen, toffee, and berries. And on the palate, it was vanilla, sweet, but dry with uh, oak and chili pepper with it. It was pretty special. What'd you think, Alan? It's interesting. Um, I've let this whiskey sit with a bit of water in it for about, I guess, 15 minutes already. And as I look at the color, it's, the whiskey has become cloudy. You get which close, is, closer to your mic there, Mike. Yeah, uh, the sorry. whiskey is uh, <laughs> the whiskey <laughs> has turned a cloudy color, which is great because it means all the oils are still in there. Yeah, because the non-chill filtration. I love that. Yeah, that that really is what the intensity of flavor is all about, and that's why these special editions at cast strength are so good. Maybe not to be drunk at cast strength, but certainly 
to hold the flavors together. I've had, I've had some, uh, put some water in a whiskey and, and not finished it because, you know, sometimes you pass out. I'm not saying, but, you know. <laughs> but, uh, and in the morning, it looks like a glass of milk next to your back. Yeah. <laughs> That's because that, the oils come out. He's done that during a show, but I'm not going to go there. <laughs> what do you think, Brent? This one is this another one that I enjoyed, especially on the palate. The, the all that those that the, the vanilla and the and the oak were very well blended together. Um, the pepper was not as as powerful as what we had on the previous two, uh, and it was nice. There, nothing was nothing was out of place with this one, and so. You know, again, one of the better Mortwalks I've had. Yeah. Delicate, but yeah. you know, still filled with character. Yeah. Said that I, I didn't find it delicate. I'm not a big Mortlock fan. I never have been. And this well, they're is, not a fan of you either. If I, it makes you feel any better. I don't know what it is. I think Mortlock is better for blending, but it's got that savory note to it, which I find off-putting. That's my personal preference. It's, it's, I don't want umami in my scotch so much, usually. And this has got that meaty note to it. And this it's got a great herbal character, which I like. And I did not get any of the berries that um, that Justin was talking about. I didn't get any of the berries. And I do but I do agree that the vanilla and the oak are very well integrated. Yeah. But it's it's just it's just didn't it's, I don't love it like some of the like the others today. Bob? Well, you're just wrong, but that's not whatever. <laughs> well, we rated the uh Mortlock thirteen year old special releases twenty twenty one, a well deserved four sips. That's classified. So that's going to take us to our next one. We're going to have Alan tell us about that one. Ah, and the next one, truly one of my favorites, is the Lagavulin 12-year-old special release for 2021 at 56.5 alcohol uh, content, 113 proof, and it was matured in refilled American oak casks. Lagavulin was founded in 1816 by John Johnston. He operated the distillery until his death in 1836 when the distillery was purchased by Alexander Graham. The Graham family operated the distillery until 1862 when blender John Logan Mackey bought the distillery. Upon his death in 1989, operations were taken over by his nephew, Peter J. Mackey, who gained fame as the creator of White Horse of the White Horse Blend Scotch Whiskey in 1890. Huge brand. In 1924, when Mackey died, ownership passed over to the DCL, that's the Distillers Company Limited, and that has evolved into Diageo today. Um, the color of this whiskey is. Uh, a very pale gold, uh, straw-like color. The nose is absolutely amazing. Sea air, mm. Himalayan salt, dried smoke, mineral notes, cocoa powder, dried seaweed. It's got a lemon zest to it. It's got a, a unique salty sweetiness and just teems with wood smoke. On the palate, the texture is extraordinarily smooth and oily. Very sweet, intense lemon acidity, and just a little sprinkling of the sea salt and that persistent char. Black pepper and toffee are also apparent and has a salty, sweet taste to it. The finish, I'm going to take another quick sip right now. 
the finish is just absolutely phenomenal. Delicious, but not overpowering, uh, as in some other Isla whiskeys. Hold on. I got to get Brent off the floor and <laughs> clear. <laughs> okay. So on the nose, I figured that somewhere along the way, they had a train station that went there and they got rid of those train tracks and they burnt the railroad ties because that's, <laughs> that's what you smell. Oh, the creosote. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Now, Somebody this, that was going to enjoy this saying like it's a bad thing. That's it is a I'm bad very thing. Very confused. It is a bad thing. I personally Reminds don't like Mr. that. Wafer thin. <laughs> right? I, I personally don't like that in my in my nose or on my palate, and so that kind of overtakes everything. So while you geeks that like all that, um, you will be outside licking railroad ties now. This is yeah. so good. <laughs> I, <love this. laughs> I could just see it. But Kids, that's- don't do this when the train's coming. <laughs> what happened to Harmo? He was killed. He was pouring cheap whiskey on railroad tracks, trying to trying to simulate a flavor. <laughs> but it's for me. It's I, I know you guys like that smoke, but for me, it's just mm. way over the limit of the smoke that that what there should be it's does there's no balance for me here for for that and it's for the people that love that smoky taste oh god yes yeah. right i mean that but that's not uh that's not what most people are gonna like i can tell you it's that. it's not just smoke it's it's medicinal slightly it's got that iodine coming a little bit of phenol yeah tar yeah yeah delicious yeah, railroad tar so now on on the finish i got notes of tar and but there's a medicinal note it's like uh it's like a clean hospital room. This is this is this is good. Oh, not I've like been in the not like the one you were in the hospital no. before. Yeah, yeah. No. I, I, I recently had my gallbladder taken out. Most painful thing in my life. When I went to the ER, the morphine didn't work. If they'd offered me this, this would have been better. Yeah, we didn't have enough money. We were trying to get other things removed from him, but that was the best they could do with what we had. Yeah. That's all they took out. Yeah, it. Uh, he had bad health insurance. They couldn't afford the anesthetic. They, could, they, could, they couldn't afford the lager woman. <laughs> what you? Oh, th- I got was delighted. What'd you think, Justin? I really like this. I think it's very classic, lightly peated Scotch, and I think whatever they were going for, they hit the mark. I really enjoyed it. The finish goes on and on and yeah. on. Yeah, it's it's, it's just, well over a minute. Yeah, it's just it's so sweet and you guys sound like that's oily. a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's Brent it is, is in the bathroom scraping his tongue. <laughs> it's a classic Lagavulin, and it's just it's a classic Lagavulin turned up to eleven, uh, or in this case twelve. It's a refined tire fire. Yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> it's it's not a rough tire fire. It's yeah. a refined it's Pirelli tire zeros. Fire. Exactly. You know, I think we have a yeah. I think we have a a, a, a show uh, yeah. title today. It was Michelin's. It wasn't like you know <laughs> Cooper's. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to be rating the and 12-year-old special releases in spite of Brent, a well-deserved oh five sips. If you have enough fives and a one, kids, I guess <laughs> it's still a five. Well, when you go to the Olympics, they always throw that one score out. So, yeah. <laughs> so Mr. Happy, <laughs> yes. why don't you tell us about the next one, which, which you might actually like better? I actually do like this one. There better. you go. I had to like everything better than that. <laughs> so this is a Cardu 14-year-old special release 2021, 55.5% ABV or 111 proof. This is aged in refill American oak cask and finished in red wine casks. So Cardu can trace its origins back to 1811 when John and Helen Cumming first became illicit, began illicit distilling on their farm in Spyside. Spayside. Spayside. 
And Alyssa Distilling was called Moonshiners. Yeah, that was not a good thing back then. But business was good, and looking to protect the business they had built, Cardew became the first of the of the space side distilleries to apply for a license on the Excise Act in 1823. In 1884, they rebuilt the distillery, selling the old stills to William Grant, who was building his Glenfiddich distillery in Dufftown. Looking to secure one of the main components in their blends, the distillery was purchased by John Walker and Sons in 1893, and today, Cardew acts as the home for Johnny Walker. Cardew's good. Yeah, card, this Cardew is good. It's got, this is, right off the bat, I got, on the nose, I got the, a very fruity nose. I got the, I got apples and pears and berries. I mean, it's just a little bit of flowers. Pastry notes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's just... It, the nose really impressed me, and uh, and then it followed on the palate. The palate is really creamy. All those, all a little bit of flowery at first, and then the, and then the fruit just overtakes it. And then it's finished with a little bit, bit of black pepper, but not overpowering black pepper on the spices like we had a couple of them. This one's a, a you know more almost like a white pepper. It's a little bit lighter spice on it, but boy, this one. You know, compared to that last one, this one's really good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look, Cardew for a long time was not available in the United States, and it's finally back again after the last five or six years now. It was gone for about 15 years. You know why? Because everyone in Spain brought up the entire single malt uh, release from Cardew. What was not going to Johnny Walker was being released a single malt was hitting private bottlers and the Spanish market was drinking everything. They finally expanded production, and I'm so glad they did. This is back on the U.S. market, and it's it's lovely. Wow, you, I think you you were right on spot on with the notes too. The the, the pears really really came out. Pears and apples, and yeah. a little bit of flowers. It's, I mean, it's I a just, little dance in your the, mouth. The buttery pastry notes. Yes, 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 yes. It's, yes. it's, it's like it's like puff pastry, just drenched mm. in butter. Yes, drenched, yes. just yeah. dripping in butter. Does a little fruit dance in your mouth there. <laughs> we have another show title. Uh, okay. It's, it's either refine, that refine. goes on the adult show. <laughs> what do you think, Justin? And there's the title of the episode. <laughs> I think this this reminded me a lot of like a great fruit basket followed by a crisp salad, you know, with that pepper at the end. And uh, A little bit of arugula wow. in your fruit salad? Yeah, a little bit. A little yeah, bit of arugula so notes. Really good. It's so good. It's so good. Just contemplating arugula in a fruit salad. It sounds a little bizarre. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, you want the pepper. You want that peppery. Yeah, you want contrast in. between the sweet in. and the pepper in it. Bitter. What do you think? Oh, you're saying done? bitter. Are bitter's right. Look who you're just sitting next to. <laughs> Mr. Give us bitter. a score, man. We got three so, more whiskeys to go through. Hold on, I'm yeah, I'm still talking about mine here, buddy. It's uh, yeah, this is. I, I do love a Cardo, and this one is particularly good. The fruit on it is huge. It's mm. it's almost got a grapiness in the very tip of the nose, that that sort of sharpness. And you definitely get some apple and some pear and a little bit of honey. That floral note's coming out too on the finish. And the palate is, is just beautiful. It's just creamy. A little water didn't diminish the palate for me at all. In fact, it elevated it. Um, there's a little basis of toffee underneath yep. that I get down way down low. And then orange blossoms, uh, honeysuckles, 
Um, I do not get any orange blossom. I think you're on crack. And Honeysuckle is correct. And I get a little bit of, you know, just fresh oak, uh, some cinnamon, some black pepper. Um, just a fabulous Cardew. I mean, really, really, really well done. So you guys will find the 12-year-old on the shelf at any liquor store or any good liquor store. But if you find this 14, this is, again, it's cast strength. Go If you can find this, this is one you need to get. Yeah. Well, we're going like to be... We're going to be giving the Cardu 14-year-old's Diageo special release of well-deserved four sips. That's classified. It was a well-deserved. And we'll be back. Hey, and we're back, and we've been discussing the 2021 Diageo special releases. Yes, 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 we are enjoying it. If you don't like this, I'm surprised we gave that you. four sips, but you know what? I'm a little bit buzzed right well, now. Well, <laughs> so. let's just say some of us gave it a higher rating, but All when right. we averaged it down for some others, I'm just saying. All right, fine. But Brett, Brett I surprised they came No, through. I gave it right on. I, I, I would have been happy to give it a six, but you know, I'm not allowed to do that according to corporate. So. So our next whiskey in the special releases is going to be the Royal Lochnagar 16-year-old. It's a 57.5 ABV, uh, 115 proof. It's uh, American oak and European oak refill casks. Uh, John Begg built Royal Lochnagar in 1845 across the river from Crathy. In 1848, Queen Victoria and Prince Albert purchased nearby Balmoral Castle, and Begg, being a good neighbor, invited the royal couple to tour the distillery. After sampling his spirit, Albert awarded a royal warrant to the distillery. Begg built a reputation for his blended whiskey, no doubt helped by the royal warrant. In 1916, the distillery and the blending business was taken over by John Dewar. In 1925, Dewar was in turn taken over by DCL, which eventually evolved into Diageo. Uh, royal Lochnagar is a key component in Johnny Walker Blue Label and is also sold as a single malt. Now, the color on this one is... A little bit more uh, darker straw, a little bit more... It's a medium gold. A little gold. Yeah, light to medium gold. Um, on the nose. Oh, so good. Yeah, on the nose. This is this is fantastic. And Royal Lochnagar is not one that you see a lot of here in the States. We used to have a ton of it. I can't get it anymore. Yeah. I mean, when I see it now, it's usually an independent bottle. So getting, you know... An official one is 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 yeah, a little bit Scott harder. Scotchmall Whiskey Society, uh, Doug Gordon, Gordon McPhail signatory. Yeah. yeah, so it's just orange zest and just beautiful white grape. So the orange, well, it's, I only get that farther away from the when my nose is farther away from the glass, I get that yeah. orange note. And then if you dive in deep, you get you get you get that pastry note, not as buttery as the last one is that Cardew, but it's more the pastry note to it. On the palate, mm. it's got a beautiful creamy mouthfeel to it. It's got some oak to it, almost uh, a little bit of the tannin from the oak gives you a little bit of dryness on the palate. You um, can that's that sixteen years. Yeah, it's 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 a beautiful. Uh, there's some baking spice in there. It's still got some fruitiness to it though. On top of that, on top of that uh, oak, so that's kind of surprising. Usually, that's going to die down when that tannin goes up, but. I don't know what I can't identify the fruits here like I could with some of the others. I hate to say it, but it's almost like a juicy fruit. <laughs> so jackfruit, like jackfruit, Jack exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean that's Jack that's what I'm getting is is I, I get a bit of that and a little bit of a tropical note to it. Absolutely lovely. I think it's one of the best Royal Lochnagars I've had in a while. So mm. 
What'd you think, Alan? Uh, I got to tell you, the chili in this thing was mm-hmm. the first thing that, that hit yeah, me. Right up behind the teeth, right yeah. in the front of the palate. And then it, it you know, it opened up, uh, the baked apple came out. Then after that, you know, the spices came out. How much water did you put in? I put in almost as much water as I do whiskey. Yeah, almost okay, so much. I need to water this down some more. Maybe I can pull out some of those fruit notes. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it, it's it's a lovely whiskey. It's very, very well balanced. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The water brought up the fruit. Exactly. Yeah, it's great. It, you know, that, that's the, the wonderful thing about single malts from Scotland, and especially ones that are cast strength. They just have so much different flavors to them. It just, there's no two alike, mm. all right? And uh, this is just extraordinarily unique, a beautiful, beautiful. That's the nice thing trend. about cast strength is you can drink it how you want. Yeah. That's why it's not always it has to be a cast strength. I don't need a, a, a hit in the face every time. But it allows you I to mean, take it I mean, I beg to differ. I think I look at you and I think I need to hit you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's hard to pick up an empty cask and hit him in the face with an empty cask. Shut up. Suppress your defecation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this this one with water, the, the water really, it just the fruit just really comes out once you add water to this one. So uh-huh. and, and again, we've said it on the show 10,000 times. Try adding water to your whiskey. Just a few drops. Once in a while, it'll wash the whiskey out. A lot of times, it will not. It will actually improve. You know, and if you've got some more and it washes it out, well, then fine. Drink that and then try it again without the water. Knock yourself out. But yeah, there are, there's a lot of chemical compounds in a whiskey that are alcohol soluble, and there's a lot of them in there that are water soluble. And by adding some additional water, especially to cast strength whiskey, a lot of times you can open that thing up. It it definitely changes it. So could you use a little water in your whiskey? When I drink whiskey. I drink whiskey, and when I drink water, I drink water. So, you know. Yeah. Well, with this one here, the nose was so promising to me. You know, with it, this, I'm talking to say. The way you said drink. that, it's like you were disappointed. It was it, well, promising got, at first. Right. right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But on my on my palate, that yeah. initially the tannins of the wood Too much were you. kind of, yes, they kind of overpowered it and it didn't, it didn't blend very well. Then when you added the water, you yeah. had to add water to this one okay. to make it blend out. I Otherwise do agree you, with him. If the tannin's not your thing, the water absolutely takes that completely out. I, like, I like that dryness. Yeah, well, so do I. Yeah. Yeah, and but, if, you, if you're having a steak with this whiskey, this is perfect. Hmm. Yes. You had water. Like, like yes. what are you? What else yes. are you having with whiskey? Tofu. Please. And if you don't have a steak, if you're grilling your tofu, yeah, this is just perfect. Yeah, no, please grab a guava and cheese pastelito. There you go. It'll balance this out. All right. Well, we're going to be rating the Royal Lochnagar 16 year old special release from Diageo. A well deserved four sips. That's classified. I wish there were more of this Royal Lochnagar on the market. This is wonderful. Yeah. All right. So we're going to have Justin tell us about our next one. So the next one we have is the Singleton of Glendulin 19-year-old special releases 2021. It's 54.6% alcohol by volume or 109.2 proof. It's matured in refill American oak casks and finished in cognac casks. The Glendulin distillery was built in 1897 by William Williams, a whiskey blender and broker. Williams' business was acquired in 1919 and became part of McDonald, Greenless, and Williams Distillers. In 1925, the firm itself was absorbed by DCL, which became Diageo. 
A second distillery was built in 1972, next door to the original and run in tandem with the original. Later, in 1985, the original distillery was demolished and Glendulin II continued in operation. This distillery is a supplier of malt for the Singleton Glendulin brand, which was launched in 2007 as an exclusive for the North American market. Yeah, other than that, it's used for blending. So the color is like a very light yellow. Yellow. Okay. Yellow. Yeah. And uh, I get figs, apricots. I get the orange peel note on it. Um, it's very pleasant. The palate. Lots of apple and grapes and uh, some black pepper. And that finishes mostly black pepper with a touch of cinnamon. You know, the, everyone has mentioned grape before and some of the others. I didn't really get it, but in this one I do get the mm -hmm. grape. Yeah. What do you think, Brent? And that's from the yeah. cognac cast. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Again, this one, this one needed the water. It really needed it. This is probably of all the ones that I had that needed the water, this is the one. Because the nose was so promising and stuff. And then right off the bat, I get that with a dry, I got that dry oakiness to it, that that the, the flavors, while individual, didn't blend together. They didn't, they, they, they didn't, you know, work together. They each kind of were kind of like mingled in my mouth in different spots and they didn't. It wasn't cohesive. Wasn't integrative. integrative. Yeah, but exactly. this is a night. I don't. I mean, it, that didn't happen to me. I, I, that's we're all. It's subjective. I thought this was integrated, but the thing is, nineteen years in oak is going to change it. Mm. Right, and that's why it had that dryness to it. Now and I found the, when you oh. added water to this, oh, and I added so a lot much better. It became chewy mm. in yeah. your mouth. Now you can, yeah, yeah. It's just unbelievable. The texture on it yeah. went up, which is counterintuitive because you think it would go down right it's it's it just coats the whole bottom of your mouth the yep. whole side of your mouth it's wonderful yeah yeah so look, i'm i'm uh, I, let me be uh straight with you guys i'm not a glendullen fan the singleton from glendullen the 12 year old stuff i find it the most mediocre single malt it's okay it's it's one of the least expensive single malts out there for a reason this 19 year old if you find it buy it this is it this is so different from that. Yeah, that cognac fantastic. cast finish. Oh my god! It's funny. About two weeks ago, I had the Singleton, but from another Diageo distillery, Oshrock. Okay, they had yes. this in, in yeah. an old bottle I found in my collection. I didn't know Oshrock was still around. I don't know if it is either. Probably not. But the bottle is open, so the next time I see you guys, I'll bring it over and we'll try something. A little crazy. I've got I've got some of that Talisker and Oban at my house. I'll bring some more of that too. But then then Brent will have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> now well, there's an idea. There you go. <laughs> He'll just hit the EBCP in the back. Yeah, it's all good. Well, we're going to be rating the uh, Singleton of Glendale, a 19 year old special release, a well deserved five oh steps. Oh my goodness! Yes, yes, yes. All right. Yes. So that brings us to. Our last whiskey of the special release series. Oh, dear God, it's the last one. <laughs> Why? Why is Why? it the last one? Why is there not 26 Save of them? the best for last. Why is there only eight? <laughs> yes, thank, yes, it's the last uh, one. Thank you. God, I love my job. So we're going to have Harm tell us about that one. I, I don't always mean this, Bob, but today I do. Thank you. 
You should. Thank you for, for letting If this one doesn't it. make you happy, there's something broken deep inside you. Yeah. My heart. Like like Brent. Brent is broken deep inside. Our last whiskey is the Lagavulin 26-year-old special release for 2021, 44.2 ABV, 88.4 proof. Why solo, you ask? Because it's cast strength at 26 years old. That alcohol is evaporating. This is the first 26-year-old Lagavulin special release, and this whiskey was aged in first fill Pedro Jimenez and Oloroso sherry casks. So automatically. Oh, yes. Oh, my, indeed. So just from that description alone, you should know that the color of this is nothing like nothing the other ones we've had today, which are all pale gold. We got a little rule back home. If it's brown, drink it down. This is an old copper penny. This is a beautiful color, but the nose. Even though it's 26 years old, it's still light and fresh. And there's sherry notes on top. It's an oiliness going on. There's seaweed, baked figs, butterscotch. And I'm getting like um, a little bit of the iodine you expect from Lagavulin and smoked clams. Anybody get smoked clams? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I got yeah. the smoke of the clams. Yeah, no, actually, the, the, in the, the tip of the nose. This cl- it's, this is smoked Again, clams. like a clam bake. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is so it's good. It's like a clam bake. Oh, my God. And the palate. Let me have another sip. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. It starts out light, but then it gets builds a little bit oiliness as it sits on the on the palate. Uh, pay, uh, there's a lot of pepper, sweet smoke. Uh, you know, I said I didn't like umami in my whiskey. I'm a liar. This is an umami whiskey that I enjoy. There's quite a bit of umami here. Um, He's got umami issues. Yeah. Ooh, mommy. <laughs> Milf. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. That's right. This is so beautiful. There's a little sweetness from toffee. I got a little cigar, uh, like, like cigar ash dryness. And the finish just goes on and on. And, you know, of course, we have to throw it to Brent to see what he says. Yes. I don't like cigar ash to, in my mouth. And so that is why I am not. The nose on this was much more muted compared to the, the other. 12, yeah. Right, to the 12. So you didn't know, you didn't get hit with that great big blast of that, of that tarry smoke that you had from the first one. So this one, I was like, hmm, wow, this is going to be good when I taste it. <laughs> and I was so wrong. <laughs> now, I, I mean, even I added water, and I still that I. Just, oh, I mean, I don't know why you guys like this. This is why I can't understand. I normally save this one for you, but you're a complete bastard. We'll hate it. I have to. I'm sorry. I, just, I know that, but I don't. Yeah. I just can't see a normal person saying, "Here, taste this and enjoy it," and they're going to be like, "Oh, like you know, you a normal get? person, please, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> an ill normal person, a normal person to see you coming would run like hell. That's why you're here with us." <laughs> It's Abby normal. Yeah, right. no, normal I mean, people are just normal. Pieces, I haven't gotten right, to know yet. So, I mean, I have to say, like, this is. I mean, you guys with the smoky. This is like the geek side of the of the the scotch that I don't know that it attracts everybody. So, well, let's ask Scotty what he thinks. All I have is a bottle of very, very, very old scotch. Whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that episode. Back with you. But I I could say this, you know, when whiskey ages this long, twenty six years, uh, twenty six years, it usually gets very woody. Okay, yeah. this is not overpoweringly yeah. woody. Overpoweringly yeah. woody. Your your mouth is puckering from the wood from the tannins. This hits the nail on the head. I I 
compliments to the company, compliments to the master distiller, compliments to the gentleman that blended the cast together. The distillery manager. Yeah. Yeah. You just, this is as good as it is. Compliments to the fact that they're right there on the water. It keeps the cast moist from all the humidity and it doesn't draw so much tannin out. It's, this is, this is fantastic. And I've been looking, since we got this box, I've been staring at this (laughs) one sample because I'm a Lagavulin nut, and when I saw 26, my heart started to flutter, and this did not disappoint. I've had so many calls, people oh. calling for this whiskey. I've not seen it in Florida. I know some bottles made it to Florida, it's, but they it's it to me. so, like you said, it's so fresh. It's so light. It doesn't have the old funk that you would expect. Mm. It's just, it's linseed oil and, and, and seaweed and just that that undercurrent and, of smoke and oh it's just and there's also a bit of rubber notes to it mm-hmm. from the uh, rubber, sherry yes. cask and it just adds to everything yeah it's just to so me that came across more as iodine and, and um something else but i can't remember so nummy we're giving the wag of owen 26 year old five sips absolutely oh yeah all right, folks. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank our co-hosts for joining me today. Thank you, Brent. Can you guys uh, cut the duct tape off now? I did the show like you asked. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, we should have put it over his mouth and kept his samples. I want to know why we let him take his pants off before <laughs> yeah. we duct tape him. He came in without them. Thank you, Alan. Uh, what a pleasure to be here. See you guys again. And uh, to all of our listeners out there, Happy New Year. And thank you, Justin. Thank you, Bob. I'd say our job today does not suck. Harm, kiss my ring. Kiss my yes. ring. Yes, yeah, yeah. Please, sir, let me get on my knees. This yep. is the this is it. Yeah. Thank you. This <laughs> when I say thank you today, I don't mean thank off, Bob. I mean thank you. This is it. This is All right. I sincerely. Well, for sip sudden smokes, this is made man Bob. We thank you for joining us. Remember life is too short to drink bad whiskey. And we didn't do that today. I'm to scrub that glass out. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle, at sipsudsandsmokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.